reality with Bravo, and this Miami reunion was everything and more. They gave everything in a span of 43 minutes compared to the Beverly Hills reunion, which was extended, which it was great too. Not It was amazing, actually. It was just Miami. Every second of it, I felt of this reunion was important. I thought I was going to get through note-taking quickly, but after watching it, it kind of felt like if I missed one little thing, I was not, I, we were going to miss a point or anything. We were going to, we were going to miss something. Can't even say my words right. So, you know, it's just a lot of variables went in, into this. I felt like Gertie and Alexia and Nicole kind of binded together to not take down Larsa, but to speak the truth in a way, see what they've been going through behind the scenes, if they even dare to say something about Larsa and their confessional. But let's get into it. It starts out with Larsa and Alexia screaming at each other during the lunch break. And Andy is catching it from, I think it's his phone, taking a selfie video. I mean, everyone arrives in New York. So we go and we start from the beginning. It's, I think, like 7.30 in the morning. They get into glam. We see Adriana reminding Julia to not forget who her real friends are. I think she realized this season how chummy Julia got with everyone. And she was just worried that if anything were to be said about Adriana, she hopes maybe Julia would have her back. But Lars is backstage with Marcus, and they're complaining that nobody asks about other people's dads and moms. And Andy stares at her, and to his point, no one else's dad is Michael Jordan. So Marcus tells Andy that everyone needs to stay in their lane because they can't do dishes or something. I don't know. I think it was some housewife dig. I feel like Marcus was kind of coming in hot, which was surprising because I didn't feel like the ladies even said anything negative about Marcus this season. If anything, they would maybe throw a jab at Larsa, but not him. So I was I was a little taken aback. But they all get on stage. They're they're honestly, these ladies were all upstaging one another. I was obsessed with their looks. To be fair, my favorites, Adriana and Larsa. And I hate to say Larsa, but she had a great look. I know I feel like a lot of people maybe didn't, but I loved it. But I'm so glad that this time Kiki is here for the entire reunion. Usually she comes at the end, maybe a, a few minute segment, but now it's starting to feel Marisol, Adriana, and Kiki are more of actually more than just friends of, but more main without seeing their household type of thing. I don't know. I mean, we still kind of did with Marisol. I guess each season we'll get more background on each person. I actually feel like next season it's going to be a big focus on Kiki in some way. I mean, I don't know. A one can only dream. A one can dream. So Andy starts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Miami season six reunion. I'm Andy Cohen, ladies. Welcome back to Mexico City. And they are honestly the only housewives who I think, right, that start out the reunion with tequila shots. They were supposed to have Larsa's tequila, but it did not come in time, which is not really a good look for her. I don't know why she she didn't just bring a bottle with her, why she had to send someone to bring it. But he goes in, he says hi to everyone, compliments their looks, and ends the greeting with Larsa, since, you know, she has the crown. And Andy asks Larsa what she has going for. She just goes, um, I don't know. I think I just, like, felt like I needed to rise about it. Ab- about it. I needed to rise above it and be very queen-like. Since when? Larsa, you have never risen above anything. You were the one that actually puts... Okay, whatever. Let's keep going. So she's even wearing her promise ring, which 
I mean, I hope you feel nostalgic like a middle school girl because it's the only I don't I've, I don't know. I don't have any grown adults in my life who wear promise rings, but she does admit that she and Marcus have found a ring. So I'm assuming her next not assuming it's clear her next storyline is her and Marcus getting engaged or him proposing, buying a house in Miami. And let's see where it takes them. Maybe she's then going to do the egg retrieval stuff or whatever it is that goes on when housewives have a redundant storyline. But, you know, Larsa or Andy that goes in to ask Larsa about claiming to sleep with Marcus five times a night. It's every I mean, Alexia just couldn't handle the BS anymore. And Larsa just goes in to say, I'm not going to be talking about my sexual activity anymore because I feel like it makes my family uncomfortable. So after all these times, now you're noticing it makes your family uncomfortable. Why would anyone want to go on national television and just air that stuff out, especially when you have children who could get bullied for it, made fun of, treated a different way? Maybe other families won't allow them in the house because they don't want that, that you know, to be associated with it. I, I feel like a lot of people don't think about what it could do to their children. Don't have kids if you're going to do that. But Alexia, Alexia goes in and she goes, but do you blame them? This is a little weird. And Larissa just goes, I didn't ask you. I'm giving my opinion. And Alexia says back, no, I know. I'm having a conversation with you. And I feel this is just the beginning of their friendship deteriorating. I mean, Larissa goes, you didn't believe it last time, Alexia. I still don't believe it. And Gertie jumps in and says, nobody believes it, Larsa. So Larsa's only response back or I guess dig back that she could give was, that's because you guys are dry. I mean, what kind of response is that? She is ready to die on that hill of how many times she gets it on with her man, I guess. And Andy just, I mean, he asks who believes that Larsa does it this many times. And no one except for Lisa blindly is kissing Larsa's butt this entire reunion. It's really annoying. I already see where this is going. And I mean, I know Lisa's doing this because she knows when her segment's coming up, she's expecting Larsa to do the same. Kiki is rolling her eyes. She's annoyed. Everyone is. It's kind of battle of... Don't give any attention to anything Larsa says. I mean, Andy asks Larsa how she felt about the ladies poking fun at her for throwing Marcus a welcome home party after five days. And Larsa is hurt because she said that Kiki was hurtful in her interviews because she didn't come to Larsa with that energy. But Kiki was speaking the truth. I mean, Kiki pointed out Larsa said that Kiki should get a boyfriend if she actually wants to hang out with her. You don't say that about someone you're actually friends with. You should be able to hang out with your friend without your significant other. And honestly, a real friend is someone you hang out with without your significant other because that's the time that you get to talk about things that you don't want to talk about with your man. I mean, you don't have to say everything in front of Marcus, Larsa. So this leads Larsa to yell back at Kiki. And she goes, Kiki, you go by the name Kiki because you Kiki in my face and you go talk behind my back. <laughs> that one, that one was a funny one. I feel like Larsa was kind of cracking jokes in her. I don't know if it was intentional, but in her comeback, she was cracking them jokes. So come to find out, Larsa called Kiki after seeing her confessionals and she would go off on her telling Kiki that she only has one Hermes bag and she only uses vibrators because she can't keep a man. And that is cruel. Which then really surprised me that Kiki even ended up apologizing to Larsa because, so she's telling you all this stuff and you think that's a friend? If a friend ever told me stuff like that, goodbye, goodbye. That means you're judging everything I'm telling you. Everything I tell you, I would have to worry that you're going to use it against me at some point. And I hope Kiki clocked that. I don't know if she just apologized to get over it, but anyways, we see, this is when we see 
they, I mean, they kind of pan to Marcus because he's watching the reunion as it's going. And he just says, don't hate on her love. Don't hate. Sir, you are using Larsa for clout because you failed your father since you couldn't make the NBA. Okay. Gertie interjects here to talk about the overall underlying issue. And she explains that the sentiment they all feel, which is Larsa is a hard face, but she's sensitive. So she plays checkers instead. And if the ladies say one thing in their confessional regarding Larsa, she calls each one of those ladies, goes off on them, threatens them, bombards their phones with texts. And, you know, she basically tells them to stop speaking about her. But yet Larsa's allowed to do it back to the cast? Make it make sense. Larsa continues to deny this, though. She calls Gertie delusional, and then Gertie just... She tells Gertie that they were never close, which is so offensive. I mean, I don't know why she would she would keep going at this. It, I don't know. It, she was like, I was never even close to you for me to have to threaten you. Okay. Well, I don't see why Gertie would lie about this, especially after seeing later how everyone ends up saying, I mean, they end up saying the same thing except for Lisa. They're all like, yep, she does that. And Larsa seems very hurt by Kiki. She continues to tell her they're friends. And they should come to her instead of her confessionals. And they apologize and move on from that. But we get to the video of Michael Jordan not supporting Larsa. That was all over the press. And Angie just asks who thought he was joking. Of course, none of the ladies thought that because it was clear that he was serious when he said a hard no. But then Julia gives a great analogy considering Julia is also dating an athlete. Or retired, shall I say. And Julia goes, I could not imagine myself dating Chris Everett's son. And that was someone who was a rival of Martina. So Marcus is really annoyed by this. And he acts like the comparison is is completely different, which it's the exact same thing. Just different sport. Lars's excuse is that the basketball world is small and she's around that environment all the time, considering her sons play on the teams now, too. But Gertie just lets her know that it's still an awkward situation. It's unique. It doesn't matter how you spin it. It's weird. Alexia even points out that they don't even talk about it enough because they only talked about it because the video was surfaced and came out and it was on tabloids and they have to talk about things that come out. If it never came out, Larsa would have never let these ladies bring up Michael Jordan or talk about him or talk about if he approves of them. And that that's what's really getting to them is that things have to come out about Larsa for them to talk about it. But for them, Larsa will bring things up about them. And I mean... They go on a short break, and in the meantime, Larsa pulls out her Alex Earlite to take selfies, and the ladies are so bothered by this that they start saying, it's enough. We got to stop. And Gertie just says that, you know, Larsa's the poison in the group. I I really enjoy seeing Alexia and Gertie be on the same side here and stick up for one another. Well, I mean, Alexia sticking up for Gertie, really, because Gertie does not have to stick up for Alexia at all. But we get into a little bit of Marisol. And Andy brings up a fan question regarding Julia leading the charge to expose Marisol as the potster, hiring private investigators, following the woman around. And so he wonders if the shocked Marisol to hear it. Marisol says that she was surprised until she heard Adriana was in her ear. So it all made sense to her. But okay, so I do know for sure Adriana was in Julia's ear, but it's also because Adriana has known these ladies since season one. She knows what Marisol's capable of. So when rumors were coming out about Julia last season, I think it was before the season started, Adriana must have sat Julia down and explained everything Marisol has done and what she might be doing again and that she might be doing it again to the new cast members or digging dirt up. And, you know, since they rebooted the show, so I I feel like Julia maybe was waiting to see how much Marisol would say about her before she believed it herself. 
And I mean, as talked about before, she does bring up the rumor that Larsa had spewed last season about Julia kissing another man behind Martina's back. They indicate that Marisol had Julia followed and then brought it up to Larsa so that Larsa is the one who says it on camera. So I guess we'll see if it leads. This is just my little conspiracy. But Adriana does go on to tell us there is a cyber bully in the group. <laughs> For attend of being screenshots of a fan of Marisol DMing them. Yeah, Marisol DMing people, like Bravo accounts, I guess, to hate on Adriana. And I think that's just the funniest thing. I mean, I would never imagine getting on a show to show off my life, my kids, my business, only for it to change into something where I start messaging people to hate on my cast members. I mean, the things these ladies would do. I mean, this is why Marisol is an important part of the show. So keep her in. She's causing a lot of problems without really saying much because she does it all behind the scenes. So Marisol's excuse is that Adriana's obsessed with her and how it's all lies. And Adriana then just yells at Marisol, yells saying, well, Marisol, you wished I was dead. And when they showed the flashback, it didn't sound like that at all. So I feel like Adriana was really reaching here. I mean, don't take it too far. You were kind of winning in this. But I mean, Marisol isn't wrong when she says that they all listen to gossip. They like to spread it. Yet Nicole points out that they all get DMs from people exploiting each other you know, explaining the castmates, but it's choosing not to put it out there that makes people like Nicole and Gertie honestly better people. And this is where Larsa and Marisol usually fall short. But Adriana goes, we'll, oh no, because Alexia tries to chime in to defend Marisol and uh, Adriana cuts her off to say, we'll get to you, Barbie. And Alexia looks at her, no, no, I'll get back to it when I feel like it, not when you want to talk about it. And Julia just thinks that she spreads the truth, unlike Marisol. So Julia points out that Marisol started it and she's actually the reason rumors come out. So her examples are as follows. First, Marisol started a game a season or two ago about who trusts who, to which Marisol decided to single out Nicole that she is the least trustworthy. Second, Julia believes Marisol is the reason the rumor about her kissing the guy last season came out, not from Larsa, because Julia asked Larsa about it and Larsa wouldn't deny Marisol when she had asked so personally, yeah, I mean, obviously Julia's telling the truth. <laughs> uh, Marisol is definitely a potster and I would not put it behind her, would not put it past her if she hires someone to follow these ladies because she's like, you know what? I don't have a storyline. I want to keep the show going. The only way to do it is to bring out gossip and rumors. And you know what? It's okay if they hate me for a little bit. We'll fix our dynamic every season. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's what she's thinking. I don't know because they're, they're, they're the best franchise. It's still so upsetting that the – the ratings are so low, uh, the viewership, I don't get it. I hope people can get into it easily. But you know, this leads Julia to say that the only way Marisol could be getting all of this information and going so hard on some of the ladies is because she does have private detectives following their every move. So Andy asks if this is true. Marisol obviously denies it only to have Adriana say, no, no, she uses her cousin instead. Okay, to me, this was very, very specific that it has to be true that Marisol uses her cousin. The truth will always sound odd and weird that when saying it, it's going to make Adriana seem like, bro, what the heck did she just say? But I mean, how would she know that it's her cousin if she didn't find out somehow? It just, it wouldn't make sense. It's so specific. I feel like Adriana knows. But Marisol's, Marisol's excuse is that if she hired a private detective, she should have, she would have said something meaty about the group. Sure, if that's what you want us to believe, go for it. But we get into Julia being a podster, and Andy just asks the group if they view Julia as that. They all admit that she is just a little bit, 
And Julia's excuse is that she's a bullshit buster because she wants to spread the truth. Why does every housewife think they tell the truth? I feel like the second you get on Housewives, it's known that you're kind of going to be lying about half of the things in your life. And omitting is also lying. But Larsa comes in and says, MYB, MYB, mind your business, Julia, MYB. I was like, wait, is that a real thing or did she make it up? But Nicole does agree that Julia likes to cause some drama. But the difference is that Julia repeats what she hears and she speaks the truth while holding people accountable. Marisol, on the other hand, takes a random fact with no proof and she stands on it like the holy grail and repeats it with zero validation. That's the dangerous part about these rumors. I mean, I would be terrified working with someone like that, especially in a TV setting where my life is already being aired out. Imagine airing something that isn't true and having to defend it and maybe having half of the world believing it is true, regardless of it not. But for some reason, this leads Alexia to yell at Nicole instead. So Nicole brings someone in, like basically saying that, Nicole, well, you're the one who brings someone in to do your dirty work, a.k.a. Anna. But Julie and Marisol are in a better place now. They move past this, and we, we get into Alexia's package. We learn how Frankie's doing currently, and he's honestly become so independent, it seems. He'll be out working or doing something, and he forgets to call his mom. Two hours will pass by, and she'll call him, and it seems like Peter's the one who's taking his brother out a lot. He takes him to work. He hangs with him, and he's just having a great time, so we love to see that. And Alexia is currently filing a motion for Peter to be standby guardian. So hopefully that all works out for them. But Andy gets into questioning Todd's presence or lack thereof. Basically him starting the season out by not attending their Nuvos Horizontes party and hiding out in the basement. Andy does wonder if this was because of Adriana saying things about Peter or her family, which that was also the case. But come to find out, Todd was actually worried that the party they threw in the start of the season would result in it turning into an entire scene talking about a seven-minute long cringy apology video to Nicole's husband and making fun of it he was really worried that whole episode was going to be the ladies making fun of it and I I mean he 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 wasn't wrong I feel like that would have definitely happened especially with Adriana there I would be hiding in my room if I was him for months if I posted something like that so I get his side I was just I was getting annoyed here that the ladies we're giving Alexia so much hate for as if, whoa, you had this big secret. Who cares? The man was embarrassed. He put out his heart out and read out this really long note apologizing in front of the entire world. But what is, why is that a bad thing? Why is it bad that he's hiding out? Let him do his thing. This man did not ask to be on TV. His, his wife did. I mean, yeah, it's, I guess he kind of has to be in it, but he doesn't really need to be in all the group scenes though. I feel like that's not obligated. And, Let's see. But Adriana does try to make the excuse to Alexia that Todd should have been there and supported her during her events this season because it's part of her job. Yeah, but I don't think part of your job is also putting your husband in these extremely uncomfortable situations unless he did something very bad, like legal issues and stuff where I feel like, hey, we got to get these questions asked. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Todd has nothing to do with this. But Alexia rebuttals with, right, well, it's not part of the job being a bitch like you are, okay? So stop. And making rumors about people and lies, that's not part of the job. Adriana goes, the hubris, the hubris, the hubris. Why was she repeating that? I don't understand what her deal was here. It was very, I feel like Adriana was on a Xanax. But Alexia goes, 
Well, no, Alexia actually states that Todd not wanting to be around after Adriana had called out that Alexia made transphobic comments, which that did come out in the beginning. So this leads to a kind of a back and forth of them calling each other liars. And Alexia goes, you're a liar and we know it. And, Ad- and Adriana repeats, no, you're a liar. And Alexia goes, no, my love, the entire America knows that I speak the truth. See, why do these ladies always have to ruin their point by saying stupid, nonsensical things that could easily be proven wrong, like saying America knows you tell the truth? Ma'am, no one here who watches Housewives trusts anything that comes out of any of y'all's mouths. We watch you for entertainment and what have you. Not to believe and trust the words that you say. Larsa rolls her eyes at this and goes, I'm not cool with that. But, you know, when Alexia continues to explain, I get it now. Alexia and Adriana left last season's reunion on a good note, I guess. And we didn't see that as much. But then come to find out, Adriana was going on a press tour calling Alexia transphobic, spewing lies about her. And I guess as if they never reconciled their differences. So it came off as fake to Alexia. It's like, hey, we're fine. Why are you going out to the media and acting like we still have beef? What do you think is, what's this doing for us? You know, I'd be so irritated too. But Andy wonders then why after those comments Adriana made, Alexia still decided to come together with the ladies this season and make up with everyone. Alexia does explain something that all the ladies had to make up and get along with each other. But then she goes on to say, and Julia, you know, encouraged me to give Adriana a chance. When she said had to, it made me feel like this made me feel like producers told them if the cast does not get along or shoot scenes together that their show will be canceled. I was like, "Hmm." I mean, hey, if they did, that would be great. But Alexia goes, she's the martyr and she plays like, you know, the victim card. I don't because I've never been the victim. And Adriana looks at her like, yeah, because you're the star. And Alexia goes, that's right. You should start believing that about yourself too and your life will be a lot better. I, comedic relief. It's just comedic relief. This entire reunion, I was laughing and also in shock at stuff they were saying. But Alexia said this to Lisa last year about being a star at the reunion when Lisa was being a Debbie Downer, you know, constantly defending when Lisa was constantly defending Adriana and Larsa. Where was I here? I feel like I cut off what I was saying. But what I was getting to was I have a theory that During this reunion, I'm noticing Lisa is constantly defending Adriana and Larsa, and it's making me think that the dynamics next season are completely going to switch tides. I mean, who do you think will be in what alliance? Because to me, I think it's going to be Larsa, Lisa, Adriana, and then Alexia, Marisol, Gertie. Nicole, I feel, is going to be more on Alexia's side, while Julia's going to be Switzerland, because she got Adriana on this side, and then, you know, she's, she's still fine with the rest. Nicole does think that when it comes to Alexia, there are double standards in the group, which I do agree. I feel like Alexia doesn't really realize that some of the things she says are the same stuff she does not want to be said back to her. But Nicole gives the examples of Alexia talking about Lisa's finances, yet they can't talk about hers, making judgment on Nicole's father and her mom, but she won't let any of the ladies say anything about her family considering she was with Cocaine Cowboy. I mean... Alexia kind of misses the point here. Marisol does say it right. Everyone in this group can dish it, but nobody can take it. So a fan question comes and Andy asks if Alexia is so sure, like how is Alexia so sure everything is fine with their finances? Come to find out that her and Todd actually have a joint checking account. So, I mean, I guess she's right. 
She's even brought paperwork to prove everyone wrong about her lease and that they were paying their bills and they haven't missed a date. So, hey, I was actually glad she did that because her bringing it, I, I guess it kind of proves something, but nobody asked her to, but it's good she did. I mean, she was paying attention to what everyone was saying. But I mean, what housewife is ever going to actually admit when they're going broke or they're going through financial struggles? A lot of them usually don't. And the ones who do, I feel like it's because they've reached a point where they can't even hide it. But Alexia does continue to try to defend Todd's honor by saying that she's trying to prove they're financially doing well because Todd is a reputable businessman and she doesn't want to tarnish his reputation. But as she's explaining this, Lisa runs to the bathroom and then Nicole treads right behind her and Alexia just goes, this is a bunch of rude bitches. I'm going to wait till they come back, which I I would be offended too. um, But it seemed like it went a little too long. So everyone's back from the bathroom break here. And Alexia actually forgot what she was going to say. But we have Adriana trying to make another moment with a poem. And Adriana goes, Alexia, what makes the stars is not hubris. It's true. But kindness and talent through. It's not about ego or self-centered pride. But the way one uplifts others side by side. But, but you do? But you do? A star is you don't uplift anyone. Have some class, okay? She continues to read her poem. She goes, A star is made of talent, I give to behold, a skill that captivates, a story to be told. They share their craft with passion and grace, inspiring others to find their own space. Yeah, you should do that too. <laughs> and then Adriana continues, she finishes it. And I mean, Adriana, why are you so corny? Why? I mean, these ladies hate it. And when you do this, I feel like it's not really, you're not winning any brownie points here with Alexia. And I just feel like ever since BravoCon, these ladies will do, not these, I'm not talking about Miami. I'm saying in general, housewives, people on Bravo, they'll do anything to have a moment and have something to be hung up in in Andy's clubhouse or at the BravoCon museum. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that poem really fell short. The thing that only made it entertaining was Marisol cutting her off. But Adriana thinks Alexia was going to forgive her, I think, for reading that or maybe make amends. All Alexia says is, that's why I identify as a star because it has a lot of qualities. And by the way, I think all of you that love that line because all of you have adapted it. And Lisa comes in and not Lisa, Larsa interjects here because she is so offended by Alexia since I feel it. She feels Alexia makes it seem like she's the only one in the group who's doing something for herself. But... I don't know. Personally, I never took it that way. I feel Larsa is the only one who gets offended when Alexia talks about her accomplishments or success as if Larsa's kind of maybe projecting how she feels about herself not being successful career-wise the way Alexia is. So it bothers her. And Alexia goes, no, no. I said that uh, I said that I don't lie. And yeah, I think I said that. Does, yeah, anyway, so then Larsa goes in and says, well, then you lie too. And Alexia goes, give me an example. What did I lie about? Larsa says, you say we're all liars. So I'm just saying you're a liar too. And Alexia was like, okay, well, I want to give my example. And she goes, one of them being telling the ladies about Gertie's cancer when Gertie specifically told you not to. And Andy shuts this down quickly because he's like, we're going to discuss this later. It has its own package. Get away from it. And... This leads to some back and forth between them, calling one another liars. It just won't stop. So then pan to Julia and Kiki kissing. They won't stop. They're going back and forth. I thought it was just going to be a peck, but they just keep going at it. And Marisol is stunned. 
it's a mess. Lisa and Nicole won't stop laughing. And I mean, we have, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So after everyone gets quiet, Gertie does chime in to say that she is not about to sit here and pretend everyone tells the truth. So Gertie wants to see if Alexia will stick to whatever conversation they must have all had before going into this reunion, where I assume they banded together to go after Larsa, which we learned that Alexia had informed actually Gertie and Nicole for some information of what Larsa does behind the scenes since the season, you know, uh, I guess what she does behind the scenes to every cast member. And I'm assuming she had this talk with them because Larsa must have done it to so many people that they started all messaging each other about it. But Gertie goes, there is a bigger pot stir in this seat, honestly. And that is you, Larsa. Larsa acts all confused. She's acting all taken aback. And we see Alexia nodding her head, agreeing with Gertie. Like, yeah, you tell her. And Gertie further explains, the fact that you literally hold people hostage in having your back and trying to say, if you don't say this, I'll do that. Nicole, tell her. And this is when I realized Gertie, Nicole, and Alexia, I felt we're all in cahoots. They're all onto something here. Nicole goes, Alexia prides herself in always telling the truth. And you told us in a very, inter- a very interesting story. Lisa and Larsa were fighting at your wedding. And you told us a story of how Larsa called you and told you, if you don't have my back and shit goes down with Lisa, I'm going to call the press. And you know I have all these connections. Larsa was like, oh my God, I can't believe I would be exposed like this. And she goes, oh my gosh, Alexia, please tell the truth. I 100% believe Alexia here. I 100% believe Larsa has connections to the press. She definitely, she, I don't trust that woman. Can't. But Alexia tries to explain the story. And when Larsa realizes that she's not taking it, Alexia's really not taking back what she's saying, but instead Alexia's doubling down on it. This leads Larsa to get dirty and bring up drug use or what have you. Uh, Alexia's, I'm assuming, wedding that she had with Todd. But Alexia tries to explain this. Uh, excuse me. Larsa starts going in. No, no. Someone was at your wedding like said a few of the girls at your wedding were doing things. And Kiki asks what kind of things. And so I feel like Julie and Kiki start joking around throwing random stuff because they want to diverge the conversation from not being about drugs and being into back to Larsa going to the press. Larsa, I feel like is trying to change the subject here. So Larsa goes, no, drugs. I mean, Larsa's the last person to cover for a friend. Alexa, Alexia already known. It, it, I mean, she was already known to be married to Cocaine Cowboy, so it's not really the best thing for Larsa to say right now. But Alexia yells back, no, Larsa, you said if I was a bad person, I can call you. You like to scare people. And Andy seems to confirm that Larsa was trying to level out the threat of drug use with Alexia. But Alexia makes a good point that it's not her fault what other people do at her events. And that doesn't mean she was okay with it or she knew about it in the time, like the time it was happening. Come to find out this comment scared Nicole a lot when it did happen because they were all at Alexia's wedding and no one wanted that rumor that Larsa had spewed out about drug use at the wedding to be connected to any of the ladies. And Nicole was so smart. She went and she got a drug test done right after just so she can have the proof in her hands that she was not one of those people because she's a doctor. She cannot get caught with substances in her body. Such a smart move. But, you know, they go they go into a lunch break. And you think it's going to be pretty calm. But Alexia and Marisol, they're speaking in their room and they're insinuating 
they speak about the insinuation from Larsa of there being drug use at her wedding, but Marisol backs Alexia up here 100% by saying that she would know if there was because she spends most of her time in the bathroom. Wink, wink. Obviously, we know what Marisol does. I don't think Marisol even tries to hide what she does. But Larsa tells Lisa, had nothing to do with me. I've never been married to a cocaine cop. I was married to an athlete. And Gertie tells Kiki in their room that she's really glad about the fact that Alexia stuck to her truth here to expose Larsa, how Larsa goes underneath things. And so Alexia goes into Larsa's room to what seems like they were trying to resolve the fight that they just had. They tell each other they love one another. It's, I mean, it starts out fine. But then Alexia kind of tries to take back what she was saying about, you know, Larsa having connections and threatening the ladies. And then she kind of actually sticks back into her story when her and Larsa keep going into it. And this just leads Larsa to essentially go off. Alexia confirms to Larsa that she did not just call her a liar. She's calling all the ladies a liar. And I think this fuels Larsa's fire even more. I mean, now they're, they're both yelling. They go, don't call me a liar, but you're a liar. No, I'm not a liar. You're the liar. Always sticking up for you. No, you don't. And Lisa's in there trying to break them up. And that's where we end with Miami here. It was a beautiful reunion. I hope Miami's going to be a three-part reunion. Hoping Beverly Hills is only two-part because nothing even happened in Beverly Hills. And they should just stick to the big stuff. But it was a great one. I have my Summer House recap left of this week. So it will be out after this. Hopefully by the end of the day. If not in the morning. But my plan is for the end of the day. And I was going to also recap Love is Blind at the end of Summer House. So catch that. The most recent two episodes. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. It's beautiful weather so far. And please don't forget to um, support the page. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram. We love you guys so much. And we are signing off.